Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today. It is August 21st, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. Uh, coughing and wheezing over there in the background is our new uh, Win Daily staffer, Jerry Coleman. Uh, uh, not feeling so hot because even though the Dodgers won last night, uh, Bo Bichette uh, had two home runs off Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because we were in the chat room yesterday uh, talking about stacks, and I was telling the guys in there that I generally will always put in a stack in a GPP against a great pitcher like Kershaw, and uh, I didn't have any exposure to Bo Bichette, though, but, you know, he's right-handed hitters. <laughs> you know what was interesting? It was Lakers night, and uh, Derek Fisher actually uh, had one as well. I saw that. I saw that. It's, uh, it was actually a quite interesting night in baseball last night in general, I, I find. It was, it was an exciting night. Some of the games, though, we thought were going to be crazy weren't, and a couple that we didn't expect to kind of were. Okay. All right. Let's let's uh, let's move on to today's slate because it's a biggie, and uh, we got day games and night games. Jerry, do you play day slates? I do. Yeah, cause you're a you're a nut. You're like one of those people who play freezing football. You probably you probably play spring training DFS. <laughs> I know you. No, but I I like I like these small three game slates because I can usually throw together lineups fairly quickly and I don't have to put a ton of effort into them. Ah, cutting corners. Oh, okay. I see. I see how it is. Well, it's All short right. research three games and fifteen. <laughs> I know. I'm just busting your chops. All right. Um, San Diego's at Cincinnati. Yeah. Excuse me. Ugh, I'm allergic to day baseball. Okay. Uh, San Diego is in Cincinnati. And uh, we've got Matt Stram, who we could probably load up against against Luis Castillo. Coming off his worst start of the year, which means he's only priced now at 8800 you got to lock him in. He's going to be the cash game play on the early slate and an all-day slate. Matt Stram, you can get some of those bats in there against Matt Stram. Whether they're lefty righty splits or not, you got Jesse Winker at forty three hundred on DraftKings. Eugenio Suarez is uh, only five thousand. Of course, uh, you want the Bikino exposure as well. Yeah, and you know the, the thing about Castillo tonight is, is, you know, at home he's really still only has a two nine one ERA, and in the last three starts versus Pittsburgh, he's only allowed three earned runs total, one per game. So I mean, he's definitely for the price deflation. I can't see why you wouldn't own him. What do you think of, uh, you know, Beauty Cincinnati bats today? Yeah, they're all they're all stacked righty, so it's definitely a good night. I kind of like Philip Irvin. I mean, his price keeps fluctuating up and down a little bit, but he seems to be pulling off some hot games here and there. I mean, Aquino definitely, Suarez is in play, and Iglesias is going to be one of them guys on a three-game slate. They'll probably be a little higher owned than expected, but still for the price, a decent play. All right, let's let's uh, let's move on to the next game. Lucas Giolito has been racking up the strikeouts in his last few starts. Uh, Chicago White Sox are at the Minnesota Twins. This is a tough lineup to face. Uh, maybe that's just why he's 9,800. Going against Jake Odorizzi, who had a really bad month of August, uh, but it's kind of like comp, bad, bad month of July, but really calmed things down in August, so uh, Odorizzi doesn't stink as much. And there's my bad uh, uncle joke. Of the day, Odorizzi at seventy seven hundred against this White Sox lineup uh, is maybe somebody we like, but uh, I think I'm steering clear of Giolito against the Twins. Yeah, I think the last time he faced him, he gave up seven earned runs. Four of them were home runs, 
you know, and Nelson Cruz is three for five with three home runs off him. And I know it's such a tiny sample size, but when a guy hits three home runs and five at bats, I mean, you got to take notice of that. All right. Uh, then we have Seattle and Tampa Bay. Charlie Morton is probably the chalk on the early slate at 11,100. I still think Castillo is going to be more of the chalk. I have a feeling everybody's going to be on him facing San Diego. If you want to pay up, though, I actually have a feeling Morton's ownership will probably be significantly lower than Castillo's today. It's just a matter if you're going to be able to pay up for him and still get some of the, the other bats you're going to want this afternoon. Yeah, but it's only a three-game slate, so I'm on a two-pitcher two, two, uh, site like uh, like DraftKings. I might go with Castillo to Rizzi. Yeah, I could easily see that being a good combination because you can the price di- the price differential leaves you a little money to play with. You know, the thing, the thing, three games, you got everybody else. Yeah. And as you get points thrown in your fantasy lineup, you're not going to move up the board. All right, a little technical difficulties uh, there, Jerry. Uh, you might want to repeat what you just said. I was saying that on a short three-game slate, the most important two things would be, number one, don't be afraid to leave a few dollars on the table because not just because you spend the most doesn't mean you're going to get the most fantasy points. And the other thing is you're going to have to take some chances. You're going to have to look at guys that other people are going to look at and go, eh, I don't want to take him, and then take them and hope that they score and put up some points today because on a three-game slate, you got to try to find a way to separate yourself from the pack a little bit. Yeah, well, what about the bats here? It's, you know, there's not too much uh... – not too much to really look at, you know. We got some good pitching on the, on this early slate, you know. But the only the only thing I know for sure though is, uh, you know, maybe a red stack. Yeah, I think well, the Reds are going to be a, a, are going to be chalk in everybody's lineups, but I wouldn't be afraid to sprinkle in some Tampa Bay right-handed bats for sure. Aguilar, uh, he'd be a good one. Tommy Pham again, you called him the other day, and I would still take some Minnesota bats against Giolito, anyways, and take some shots there. You know, Nelson Cruz would be the first one just because even though that sample size is tiny, three home runs and five at-bats is awful peculiar. All right, let's move on to the night slate. Start with the Angels and the Rangers. Uh, Patrick Sandoval against Mike Miner. Miner's pitched really well recently. Uh, he's 10,400 and uh, probably probably worth it from what you see with the numbers here. Three and one with a 267 ERA and a 119 whip. In his last four turns, 325 home ERA against Patrick Sandoval, who's 0 1 with a 579 uh, ERA. Uh, not somebody that they can stretch out really. Uh, hasn't got more than five innings yet. Uh, uh, so maybe start starting to think of uh, maybe some Texas bats here at Wells to, uh, you know, frame around minor. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not myself. I don't I don't plan having any exposure to Mike Miner. I think there's better options on the board this evening. But as the Texas right-handed bats, I can definitely get behind. I mean, Hunter Pence would probably be huge in play tonight. And I'm Elvis Andrews, I mean, I like Elvis Andrews. I use him quite often, and he's got a good matchup tonight. And then in Texas is always a good spot. Then we got Kansas City at Baltimore, uh, you know, maybe uh, Royals mini stack. It's Mike Montgomery is coming off a real good start against the Mets. Uh, last time out, he's only $4,200 on DraftKings. Uh, I think some people may veer in that direction in the, with the against the Orioles' bats, even though it's in Camden Yards. Yeah, I mean, it, I, maybe it's worth a shot. I didn't have any plans on it myself tonight. 
because I, I plan on using Renudo Nunez. Uh, I just, his price every night in that cleanup spot is just too resistible, especially on FanDuel where it hovers around 3K. So I, I plan on using Baltimore bats tonight for sure. Would you use Montgomery at all in a GPP, especially only at 4,200? No, no, I have an, I have another guy I prefer. I mean, I mean he's, he's more than Montgomery, but the price is still cheap enough to where you can uh, get the bats in. I'm pretty sure we'll be getting to him in a minute. All right, let's uh, – Washington and Pittsburgh, Patrick Corbett, 10,800, should be a good cash game play. Joe Musgrove's coming off a very good start, uh, maybe his best of the year. He's only at 5,900, but this is a dangerous spot for him. Yeah, oh, I, I, I would have no interest in Musgrove tonight. And uh, Corbin, I, I, another guy, I mean, I'm not hot on him tonight. I, he's had two good outings in a row now, putting up eight strikeouts in each of them versus the Mets and the, and the Brewers. But prior to that, in Arizona, he got bombed. I mean, Atlanta, eight strikeouts over five innings. I mean, the K potential is there, which is what you want. I just still think there's better options with a little rest, less risk tonight than him. Okay, then we got the Cleveland Indians and New York Mets. The Mets taking the first game. Uh, Marcus Stroman, the Mets have won both of his starts, but his ERA has been over five against Adam Pluko, uh, you know, whose ERA is uh, it's, it's been, uh, been up all year. Uh, you know, when you take a look at this game, this is a game that maybe features some bats. Pluko's got a 467 ERA. Uh, Strowman, you know, doesn't get a lot of strikeouts. Uh, I think some Met bats are certainly in play here right now. Uh, Conforto is very hot and, uh, you know, gives you a lefty-righty split. Uh, McNeil's on the DL, so too bad you uh, you can't use him. Uh, Todd Frazier's only 3,700. He really doesn't give you that split. Uh, you know, Strowman's 8,400. I wouldn't use him. Maybe even, a, you know, a, a, a bat or two from, from Cleveland. Jason Kipnis is only 3,400. Jose Ramirez has been on fire. He's 4,300. And uh, you got Yasso Puig, at, uh, your favorite, at 4,200. Uh, the problem with this game is – well, pitching-wise, I did see something in the weather forecast about some possible rain. I'm not sure if the if the time frame of the rain itself is going to come into play for the game itself, but there was a warning about it this morning. So you yeah, want so make sure you check out our weather blog uh, and also you premium gold members in the Slack chat room to talk to our weatherman, Mark Paquette, tonight. Yeah, you don't want to throw a pitcher in and have him come out after two innings and not come back in. That'll definitely kill you. For that reason alone, I would stay away from either one of the pitchers. And the bats, you know, the bats, anytime the Mets play, it just if you play DFS a lot, there's just them teams you tend to gravitate to when you build lineups. And for some reason, I never find many Mets or Indians in money in my lineups, unless Puig's facing a lefty. <laughs> well, the Indians have certainly been good on offense recently. With the Mets, you can always uh, chalk up Alonzo. I think Conforto's a good play tonight. Uh, Philadelphia's at Boston. Drew Smiley said definitely want to somebody want to attack. Uh, I think offense in both of these uh, both sides here. This is really a good game to stack. Drew Smiley has a 7.09 ERA. Uh, Rick Porcello uh, is has a 5.09 ERA at home this uh, this year. So I, I like I like bats on both sides here. Uh, you, know, you can talk. You can talk about a Red Sox stack. Uh, Mookie Betts, fifty-four hundred bulk. I rather Bogarts though from fifty-one hundred. If I had to pick uh, Christian Vasquez at uh, forty-two hundred, he's having a really good year. 
JD Martinez, fifty one hundred. Jackie Bradley Jr. will save you some money at thirty nine hundred. So a Red Sox stack is definitely in play. And then uh, on the other side, uh, Bryce Harper's fifty one hundred, but I think it'll certainly be worth it against Porcello Dickerson's forty seven hundred. Uh, if Logan Morrison's in the game, you won't be widely owned. He's only four thousand. Uh, you got Rio Mito, you have to spend 5400 Cesar Hernandez is always worth a point at 3800 So uh, I like stacking on both sides of this game. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you a question here. Do you think that the day before this game, Drew Smiley made an extra appointment with his therapist? I mean, <laughs> with a lefty going in to face this lineup in Boston, I mean, the expected run total is over under is 12. So, I mean, the bats in this are going to be the chalk definitely tonight and the, definitely the cash game bats to look at uh, to the Boston side. I mean, it's brutal. Bats, <laughs> Bogarts, Martinez, Vasquez. I'd even take a shot on Sam Travis tonight. I mean, it's just one of them nights where these are going to be the bats along the chalk line, and if they go off and you don't have exposure to them, you're going to be dead in the water. Yeah, this is definitely – I'm probably Boston first and then Philadelphia second. Uh, Miami's in Atlanta. Julio Tehran's coming off of a bad start, but in 25 innings against the Marlins this year, he has allowed one run. Uh, 8,000, uh, definitely somebody you want in your lineup tonight. Caleb Smith got, got hit pretty hard last time by the Braves at 9,400. Maybe a, a lot of, not a lot of people will be on a Braves stack here, though, just because of the respect for Caleb Smith, but Tehran's a great play. I think Tehran's an excellent play. I mean, in previous seasons, his home road splits have been a little more significant than they are this year, but it's still a 3.34 ERA at home versus over four away. And his last start versus Miami, he did have seven strikeouts over seven innings with one earned run. So he, and Miami is just one of them DFS-friendly teams to attack for strikeout potential. So Tehran is definitely a great SP2 tonight, especially on DraftKings for 8K. I mean, it, 8K may seem expensive when you have cheaper options, but – you still got to get a good start out of your pitcher because if you only get six points out of him, it ain't really going to get you nowhere. Bat-wise, yeah, Braves bats, Acuna. All about Acuna tonight. Donaldson, clean batting cleanup. I'd even take some shots on Duvall. It's just one of them nights for Braves bats, and with everybody going to be on Boston for sure, you might get a slightly lower ownership, but they still might be a little more popular than we think. Well, what can say, Louis Adrian Hauser has pitched uh, pretty well and he's only 5,200 against Adam Wainwright, who has just a 219 ERA uh, at home this season. This is a big game uh, for both teams. The Milwaukee the Milwaukee lineup has cooled off somewhat. Uh, so would you use Wainwright in a GPP, and how do you feel about Hauser? Well, this is one of them games I'm keeping a close eye on because we definitely get, we got more weather issues here. But the fact remains, Wainwright is on especially a – especially on FanDuel for 7,100 tonight is a play that I'm definitely into. And I hope this game goes and I hope the weather clears up because I have serious plans on using Adam Wainwright tonight, especially in some large field GPPs. Adrian Hauser, St. Louis, another team. I, I just feel like the, there's guys in this lineup that are due for a huge breakout, like Colton Wong, Matt Carpenter. You know, they keep getting these little flashes where they're hitting and then it's boom, dead in the water. So I, I just it's coming any night, and if it's going to happen to anybody, I can see it being a Milwaukee pitcher. The Giants are at the Cubs. Derek Rodriguez against Hugh Darvish. Rodriguez, uh, seven shutout innings against Arizona his last time out. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like him tonight, though. Darvish uh, coming off a strong start against the Phillies. Uh, 
past four outings, 263 ERA. Uh, Darvish is 10,000. I think there's better plays, but I do like him. Uh, and I, I think maybe a Cub stack, uh, you know, might be in order here. Uh, Anthony Rizzo's just 4,600. Jason Hayward's 4,000. Victor Caratini's 3,600. If he's in the lineup, uh, Tony Kemp is only 3,200. If he, if he gets any action, uh, I think a Cubs stack, if you don't want to go Red Sox, Phillies might be, in, uh, might be in vogue here. And, uh, you know, Darvish, not maybe my top pitcher of the night, but one of them. I have, I will, I'll have at least one lineup with Darvish in it tonight, you know, especially in GPP play. He's not going to be the most handsome pitcher on the board because, you know, you got some bigger guns. And for the price differences, in most cases, you're going to want to pay up rather than go with Darvish. But to not take a share on him tonight versus the Giants, who, you know, they ain't the Giants from years past, that's for sure. And bat-wise, the Cub lineup, you know, I got to tell you something. When I look at the projected lineups for the Cubs and I see Castellanos in there, it definitely – it did something to that lineup for me, having that extra right-handed bat in there that can really smash a ball. So the Cubs bats to me are in play most nights nowadays. And I and Ian Happ being back, that didn't that certainly didn't hurt things from being a switch hitter. So now you got an option no matter who's facing to get him in. I, I definitely like the Cubs bats tonight. I have to agree with you there. Yeah, I think that'd be probably be the third uh third stack of the night after Boston and Philadelphia. Uh, Detroit is at Houston. Uh, Houston, maybe we've got to move Houston up now, though, going against Daniel Norris. Uh, you have to like a lot of those bats. Brantley at 5,000 on DraftKings. Uh, Korea's on the DL, so you can't use him. You've got to pay up for Gurriel at 5,100. A lot of these bats are expensive. Springer, 4,900. It's, uh, you know, it's not easy to get that stack unless you, you throw Josh Reddick or Torino's in there. Then you got Verlander at 12,000 against his former team. This is a deep matchup of the night, but that's so expensive. Uh, how do you feel about spending up for Verlander? Can you do it? And uh, what about the Astros stack? Do we move it out of the way because of the price of, uh, you know, all the bats and just stay away from this game because it's just too easy and their prices reflect it? Yeah, you know, one of the tricks I've learned when building lineups to try to get the bigger bats in, I mean, everybody talks about cashing in on value, cashing in on value, and sure, that's a great thing. But at the end of the day, it's more about balancing your spending per position in the sense that if I want to spend 4K on, let's say, George Springer on a site, then I'm going to try to balance him off with a second outfielder to go along with him that I think has a chance to put up a lot of fantasy points that's around 23, 2400. The problem with this, though, is you usually really got to wait until about six o'clock at night to really find out where exactly these guys are going to be. Verlander, though, is very easily going to be able to fit tonight if you start building your lineups more towards after lineups lock, because that's when if you can hunt down them cheap players near the minimum salary, you know, Mayfield, that shortstop for Houston, who, who's going to use that play tonight with so many bigger bats in there? Is there a lot of upside there? No, but what if he gets on base a couple times and gets knocked in? You know, so there's still potential, and that's the kind of stuff you're going to want to look for tonight, especially if you want to pay up for pitching and still get some big bats. Then we have Oakland and the Yankees. Jay Happ coming off a good start, but the overall he hasn't been good recently. Fires has been really good, but you don't want to use him in, in this lineup unless – you know, you do what Jerry says, and, uh, you know, you go contrarian. He's 9,600. Uh, but I could see running a mini stack uh, of A's against Jay Happ at very least. You know, we had Olsen and Chapman go back-to-back 
uh, off the Yankees last night. Chapman's 4,700. Olsen is 4,500. Yeah, and, and yeah, definitely. Uh, Matt Olsen, man, I'll tell you, something about the A's that drives me nuts is they always have these teams full of players that are kind of all like, meh, you know, but, and, but they're really great players. It's Olsen would be in play. Um, And you also got Chris Davis at uh, 3,200. Uh, Jerry experienced a little bit of technical difficulties here, but, uh, you know, as we move on. Uh, but we'll also remember that Chris Davis is uh, 3,200 as well. So, and then the, uh, Jerry's back. Uh, go ahead, Jerry. Well, you know, the, thing, the one reason I – the only reason I would take Matt Olson tonight is simply because it's lefty on lefty. And I would be doing it with low expectations and hoping that he has a super low ownership. Other than that, I'm not hot on Hap has potential to come out and have a good game. And I just think there's better options to attack tonight than him. But if you have to save money, there's definitely some value to be found in the Oakland side of the lineup. Then to finish it, we got Jerry's Dodgers against the Toronto Blue Jays. Walker Bueller for 11,400 against Wilmer Font, you know, against, against this, uh, Lineup. I think he's going to get battered to the point where he turns into Helvetica or maybe Ariel. I I think Bueller's Bueller's actually my guy tonight. I like Walker Bueller. Uh, his home road splits are incredible. It's what a shock! Yeah, well, <laughs> Dodger Stadium. Yeah, but there's a lot of bigger parks in the National League, so there's that there's a lot of pitchers who don't have great splits with big parks. So you got to give them some cre uh, credit there. You know, that 10.6 K per nine facing a young Toronto team. I mean, this one, I got to go some Bueller exposure tonight. Well, plus I'm a Dodger fan. So when you ask me about any Dodger, I'm just going to naturally be biased, even if I don't mean to. Yeah. First rule of fantasy sports, DFS or seasonal, don't think with your heart. We're teaching yeah. you some lessons here for That's those right. who are doing this too. Uh, so stack-wise, we like Philadelphia, Boston, Chicago. Who are your three top pitchers when you take value into account as well? Uh, Teron. Wainwright, if the game goes, and uh, Bueller. Yeah, I thought so. I thought Bueller might find his way in there. All right, make sure you uh, you see Jerry in the chat room as well uh, with all our experts. Uh, our Slack chat, uh, part of your premium gold subscription. Thanks a lot. Jerry and I will see you tomorrow. Have a good day.